You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. When I sit down and record these one-on-one kind of personal diary episodes, I always make sure the vibe in the studio is curated with a Himalayan salt lamp. And I usually like to do it either early in the morning at sunrise or late in the evening at sunset. There's just something so magical about those two times of day, right? It's, it's like the moon, the full moon. No matter who you are, where you are, what you believe in, what religion or spirituality you follow, all of us can agree that when we see a full moon in the sky, you cannot help but look. All of us can agree that our phone's camera roll has to have at least one photo of a sunrise or a sunset, right? And so it's almost like I just tap into the energies of those feelings. And before I used to think, oh, that's woo-woo stuff. But now I own it. I'm proud of it. I love that side of me. I've tried recording some podcast episodes at nightfall when it's completely black outside. I can't do it. It's just like like a cap is on my crown chakra. And the creativity can't flow through me. The channeling can't go through me. I feel my best in the morning. I am a morning person. I love it. I always have been. I just look forward to the fresh energy. And being wise old age of 34, I can't wait to be 44 and 54 and see and laugh at what I used to say on this microphone at this age. But there is something, some tricks that I have picked up. And it's the fact that when you sleep on it, everything seems easier and lighter. Whatever happens during the nighttime when we fall asleep and go into that blissed out dream world and have the wildest, wackiest dreams, whatever is transpiring, I think call me out on this one. It's one of the most healing modalities we have on earth. I can have the absolute worst Monday to where I'm like, wow, if anything else happens, I'm just, I am hiding in a cave and not coming out. And then if I go to bed that evening, I could have the best Tuesday I've ever had in my life. And I stretch that out even farther when I'm in a process of anxiety or a dark night of the soul. I think, Okay, today's Monday. I had the worst fucking day ever. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. One of those, you know? But then I remind myself, because I'm old and wise, (laughs) that by Friday, five days later, my life could look and will look completely different. You guys know one of my favorite mantras is for now. Because everything is just that. It's for now. I like to think of this mantra when I'm in good times in my life, celebratory times with friends, family, loved ones, on an adventure, exploring a new part of this beautiful world. And 
I always tell myself, this is so temporary and for now. So please, Stephanie, be present, absorb it. Yes, take pictures and videos, but also put that thing away and use your eyes and the iris and your eyeballs and take it in. Burn it and etch it into your memory because you're going to need this one day for when life isn't so good. So you can remember it gets better. It always shifts and change. And all you have to do is go to sleep and wake up the next day. The sunrise can be an awakening inside of your soul and your spirit and a reminder to start fresh as all of nature outside is doing right before our eyes. Look at the plants. Look at the birds. Look at the weather. It's always changing. It's always going through this big Plutonian death and rebirth cycle. Right now here in Denver, Colorado, we are emerging with spring. Today was so warm outside, and you guys know, at least for my people who have lived in cold climates, that first day of spring where you're like, oh, yeah, I can open windows. I can walk outside without layers on. It's just mm, truth bumps on your skin, the best feeling ever. And a good reminder, of course, metaphorically speaking, it's a great reminder that after every dark night of the soul, after every difficult chapter, lies a beautiful one waiting to be opened. That's how the universe works, right? When people leave our lives, friends, romantic partners, spouses, family members, be it through death or by choice, it hurts. We want everything to stay the same because, let's face it, this world is fucking crazy. It's crazy. There's so, I get a little dizzy just saying that and tapping into the craziness of this world as I rub my eyes. I get it. I got it. You know, just because I'm in a fancy studio doesn't mean I'm immune to what you guys feel. It's so easy to listen to podcasts and look at people on social media and think, oh, they've got it figured out. They show up happy and put together every day. No. <laughs> uh -uh. we've got to always consistently I'll never stop reminding you that life on the internet and the airwaves is a highlight reel right it's a highlight reel but we all go through the crazy times and we really need reminders sometimes that life gets better everything is for now and everything is meant to change relationships are meant to go through deaths and rebirths some are meant to completely die off and so that another one, an even more beautiful one, can be born. Some are just simply meant to go through cycles of death and rebirth in order to regrow into a bigger, stronger plant. Like I look outside my big, beautiful windows at the orange and blue sunset sky, and I look at the big oak tree right outside, and I see little green buds on it. And then I see at the tippy top of this tree, there's some branches that are probably six to eight inches longer than they were this time last year. That tree never dies, unless a human cuts it down, of course, but it never dies fully. Every fall, it loses its leaves, and every winter, it lies there dormant and naked, vulnerable to the elements. But then spring comes around, and it grows a little taller. Its trunk gets a little wider, have you guys ever seen a redwood tree? 
Oh my gosh. My mom and I went to the Redwood Forest in California one year. And <laughs> my mom's an Aquarius. She's so eccentric and fun and open-minded and free. And I just had such a blast with her. And we learned so much about the Redwood trees and counting the rings on them and fairy rings. Uh, redwood trees. This is a fascinating little fun fact about them. And for those listening to this, maybe international and don't know what a redwood tree is, it's one of those gigantic, huge trees that have trunks so wide you can drive a car through it. Fascinating. When you're walking amongst these giants, you, I love it. You feel so small. You feel so little. And it really makes you have a smack in the face reminder of how little your life is and how little some things you deemed big actually don't matter but it also makes you just bow in respect to mother earth that she is the ruler she runs the roost not you and your little iphone <laughs> i love this stuff but the fun fact about redwood trees is they form what's called the fairy ring so when a redwood tree which these guys live hundreds of years but when it knows that it's a grandmother or a grandfather it strategically spreads its DNA through dropping seeds in the shape of a circle around it, right? So picture a huge redwood tree with little seedlings perfectly sprouting up around circling the trunk. And those seedlings grow roots that attach to the center grandfather, grandmother, grand um, redwood tree. And their roots are absorbing the life and the nutrients out of the grandparent tree so that they can grow big and be adolescents. And then as they do that, the grandparent tree naturally dies off. What a beautiful lesson of family, of unconditional love and selfless giving. You can apply so many life lessons and metaphors to that. And I love it. It's so cool. So didn't really come on here with any subject matter at heart. I just wanted to spend this afternoon with you guys and share some things that have popped up for me. Um, this morning, I woke up to the sound of the fire alarm. It went off right before 6 a.m., which I usually get up around then anyway, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but I live in an apartment, and the fire alarm system is so ear-piercingly loud. I mean, it makes you jump out of bed. And so we did that. <laughs> that was a good time. And as I opened the window to look outside to see what was going on, if it was actual fire, there wasn't. It's just a malfunctioning system in this new apartment building. But I looked outside and there was fog, like fog so thick you couldn't see like 20 feet in front of your face. Now, this is weird because I live in Denver, Colorado. It's nicknamed the Mile High City because of the elevation. We live in a mountain town. And when you live so high up in elevation, it's very dry air. And so humidity and fog, things like that, are very, very uncommon. And so when I opened the windows and I saw that, at first I thought it was smoke. So I thought, oh, shit, this is actually a bad, bad fire. Like the smoke is thick. And it scared me. But then when I looked around, take in more things, I noticed the bright high elevation sun peeking through the fog. And I was like, this is interesting. So 
grabbed Jeffrey my pug and we walked outside to our little dog runner and we hung out with our neighbors, everybody with our tired puffy eyes, but we just hugged and said hello and chatted and the dogs played and it was really lovely. It was just great conversation. I love my neighbors. And yes, by the way, for those of you listening to previous episodes, like I thought you didn't like it. Things have shifted and changed. A lot has in a good way. Still don't know if I'll be here for an entire year, but that's another discussion to be had. But we were outside with the neighbors and it was fun. And I remember just as I felt lighthearted after a really heavy week, if I'm being honest, extremely heavy week emotionally, um, I felt my heart, I felt the fog from the heaviness of this week dissipate over my heart chakra, matching the sky perfectly. And as the fire alarms turned off and I wrapped up hanging out with my neighbors, I walked inside and I walked upstairs to this beautiful apartment we have with big windows that let in so much natural light the sun rays just poked through. And you know, when you're looking in fog with sun rays, it makes those beautiful lines. Oh. And so I made my hot cup of coffee with my mushroom creamer, and I just felt like, wow. I felt like the fog of life was lifted from my heart. And it wasn't just a metaphor for the past few days. It was for a lot of things. For years of accumulation of fog, decades even, just lifted. And I felt the light come back into my heart. It was just just really cool. I know I'm getting super woo-woo right now, but I connected with this moment so much and it came out of nowhere. And because it was so early, the beautiful glow of the morning sun before it gets high in the sky, it was just perfect. Like it was the most perfectly orchestrated moment. One of those synchronicities that you're like, I can't make this up. I can't make this up if I tried. I couldn't write this script if I sat down and took mushrooms. Like this is perfect. And then today, and one more thing about nature and connecting emotions to it. Today was really windy, super windy here in Colorado, just gusts of like 50 miles per hour. And I have noticed in my life, and if you guys resonate with this, because I'm kind of a little shy to share it because I feel like, what am I talking about? They're going to think I'm nuts. But I firmly believe in it. So here we go. During times of pivoting change in my life, like maybe it's a divorce or a breakup, or maybe it's the loss of someone in my life, or a really difficult time at work, and I realize I've got to change something big and fast. Um, it's windy. It's windy. And I, so maybe I've said it on the show before, but I call this the winds of change. Literally, it's happened so frequently in my life, like a pattern that I now have a name for it. My closest friends and family know, because when it's a windy day and maybe I'm not going through something big and impactful and life-changing, but they are, I'll always say, hey, it, it's windy out because it's the winds of change coming to get you, coming to get your spirit in a good way. And gosh, that sounds a little gnarly, coming to get you. <laughs> it's the winds of change coming to clean you, cleanse you, right? It's like the fog lifted out of my soul and my spirit up over me and the wind said, Whew. We're coming in to take that and push it out, clean it out, right? 
gosh, one time when I lived in the islands, the Florida Keys, I remember I had a rough go at it one day. And that evening, a thunderstorm rolled through. But, you know, in the islands, storms are so beautiful because the sun is always shining somewhere during them. And uh, I just swam in my clothes because I was riding my bike at the time and I was not prepared with a swimsuit to jump in. But it just started raining hard, heavy, tropical rain and a rainbow formed in the sky as I was swimming in the ocean with <laughs> fully clothed. Just, And I just thought to myself, this is the most spiritual cleanse ever. It's always the moments that are unplanned. It's always the weather events that you don't see coming that feel so peaceful. Similar to how a snowstorm or a blizzard happens and it makes you feel just, you know, you're stuck at home. You can't leave. Everything closes down. It's like nature comes through and says, you need to be grounded. You need to slow down. I always feel like it just happens at the perfect time. Maybe it's me. You know what else is weird about me? I love storms. I am so passionate and intrigued. Every single night, this is the last thing I do before I turn my phone off and just zone out in bed, is I look at the weather and I look at the radar and I look at where in the world there's a thunderstorm or like some tropical storm activity. I live for it. I don't know why. Past life, maybe. But um, being here in Colorado, we live next to what's called here in the U.S. Tornado Alley. And this is where the most tornadoes happen. And call me crazy. I don't know if it's my fire sign, sun, or what, but I want to chase them. I live for this. It would, if I get wealthy and I retire early, that is what I will spend my days doing. I will not be on social media. I will be in a storm chaser's truck chasing tornadoes. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> They make me feel alive. I, I don't know why I don't have a fear of them. That's I'm not afraid of hurricanes either. I love, live for those things. Maybe there's like something, some wire loose in my brain. But I'm scared of sharks and things like that. Normal things to be afraid of, but not tornadoes, not hurricanes. It's pretty wild. So that's my spiel about nature. That's my little heart to heart. Thursday evening, soul talk. Thank you guys. I really want to just take a moment too to thank you guys for everything you do. It never goes unnoticed. I never get so caught up in work and growth and the followers I have to forget where I came from, to forget those of you who are listening to this, who have listened to my voice since January 2018 and watched me grow through all of my phases of life, all of my chapters. You've seen me through it all and I, I just, I have to connect with you in person. And so this is what we're currently working on over here is maybe setting up a book tour or a podcast tour. So if you're interested in that, do let us know. We always love to hear from you and get your feedback. Spowers at lightworkers-lounge.com. We will be back with some Astro Advice column episodes and more things because it's true. The winds of change have arrived here and changes are in store. Good things, really good changes that make everyone happy and are beautiful, beautifully aligned, beautifully timed, and I'm excited to carry you through them as I always have. I'm getting a little teared up thinking about, uh, as Jeffrey the Pug has just arrived, he's got to make his appearance. Yes, they hear They hear you. Thank you. What would an episode be without these snorks? Thinking of the moments where I actually recorded at 2 a.m. down in the Keys because I'm just so lit up down there. The times I've recorded at sunrise and sunset and 
shared my worst days, shared my embarrassing days, but also shared my extremely cool accomplishments with you guys. You're, you're truly my family. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next episode. What do you guys think of the new podcast logo? It's pretty sick if I do say so myself. And the words of my Aquarius mom, wow, you're legit. (laughs) I'll see you next episode. Be sure to leave us a review. It really helps market the podcast. I would so appreciate it. Sending love from Denver. Bye.